Welcome to Chit Chat Money. This is our deep dive episode. And today we have on Matt Cochran from Seven Investing. This is a great time to mention that we are still doing our holiday promo. You can use the code Chit Chat and get $50 off an annual subscription with Seven Invest. Uh, but today for this interview, we talk about Facebook or should I say meta platforms? Yeah. I said before when we start with Matt, I don't you I don't want to use the M word. I'm not gonna it's call Facebook him. to me. Until there's a real metaverse that I use every day, I will not. I will continue calling them Facebook. Exactly. All right. Um, any highlights from the interview? Mm. Oh, good as usual. Love talking about how commerce is very important to Instagram. Um, we talked about the metaverse stuff, which again, it's there's no concrete stuff with it, but he gives a great overview of what money they're spending there, and then what money you're going to get back from, say, the core platforms right now, and how you have to weigh both those two things: the investments in this high-risk opportunity, and then also how profitable and durable these other apps can be. We had all of it, uh, and I think it was a great overview of the business, kind of the risk you're taking as a shareholder. Okay. And before we get to the interview, we want to talk about our friends quarter. They are our sponsor for our Thursday episodes. Uh, it is, it's now past earnings season. So have you been a DAU or MAU? Uh, I am not a DAU, but let's say I'm an, uh, I don't have, weekly, a, I don't weekly. cover enough companies to be a DAU. Yeah. We're concentrated here. No big deal. The, uh, no, that's, that's just a joke, but the, uh, yeah, I'm not a daily active user, weekly active user for sure. Love the transcript parts of it too. It's not just listening to calls. It's a much more, they're adding stuff all the time and it's just been out for less than a year. So think about it, download it now. I mean, it's going to be much, much better every, well, I don't know if they're going to release something every month, but three years from now, I mean, this thing could be a lot better app. And yeah. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, it's basically a comprehensive uh, frictionless way to access conference calls, presentations, transcripts. Sometimes they're the first place that has transcripts out. So they're the first place that go. Um, it's quarter. They're hundred percent free. They're on Android, iOS. I just recommended a company. So if you recommend a company, they should be able to get it up uh, pretty soon. They say that they prioritize requested companies. Um, other things you can add uh, emojis at different parts of the conference call. So if there's something that you really liked, you can add like a clappy emoji or whatever. Um, so there's just fun stuff that they're adding. It's it's probably the easiest way to listen to conference calls. I'm surprised there hasn't been a mobile solution prior to this. Um, it's really easy, really intuitive. It's quarter Q U A R T R. Uh, no E at the end. You can follow them at Twitter at quarter underscore app. Uh, go ahead, check them out. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Welcome to Chit Chat Money. On this show, hosts Ryan Henderson and Brett Schaefer interview industry experts and riff on the world of investing. As a quick reminder, Chit Chat Money is a CCM Media Group podcast. Ryan and Brett are also general partners at Arch Capital, and Arch Capital may have positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Anything discussed on Chit Chat Money by Ryan or Brett or any other podcast guests is not formal advice or recommendation. Now, please enjoy this episode. All right. Today we are welcomed by Matt Cochran. I, I, I think I've lost count of how many times you've been on the show. So I'm just going to go with recurring guest, Matt Cochran. Uh, and today we are talking about, I don't know, what should, what name should we pick? I think we should I pick don't, one now. I don't want to say the M word. So should we go with Facebook or meta platforms? I think for the next at least five years, I'm going to be saying Facebook, no matter what I mean to say. So we'll, we'll just stick with Facebook this show. I okay. will stick with, I'm going to stick with Facebook. So I think we're, we're going to vote with that. All right. So first question then, how, how do you kind of look at Facebook 
today uh, or meta, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then kind of how has your thesis changed since we last spoke? So, yeah, I, I think it's it's fair to say the thesis, the thesis has shifted uh, for sure. Um, now, I, I will say it's not like a total 180, though. I mean, this should have come as a total shock to shareholders who are paying attention. Like earlier this year, it was reported that Facebook Reality Labs, the division in charge of the Oculus and, and how like the metaverse like had 10x its employees from 2017 to like the middle of this year. So in like four years, it had like, you know, they had 10 times as many employees as it did four years ago. So Facebook was obviously investing a lot to make the Oculus a success. Um, and Zuckerberg has talked a lot about the next computing platform on conference calls. In fact, I think in the second quarter this year, he said, yeah, or the CFOs, somebody said like, yeah, we're, we're investing billions in this and we're continue to expect to invest billions. So we knew it was like a big thing. I just don't, don't think anybody really understood the magnitude and the speed at which Facebook was thinking of this and how fast it's moving towards like the metaverse. Um, so we've gone from an underrated network effect play, or at least in my mind, We've gone from an, like an underrated network effect uh, social media play with a great balance sheet and attractive valuation to still a great network effect social media play. But now that's one that is shoveling money at building this metaverse platform, which might be a spectacular failure or huge success. And so I think it's fair to say the reward now is higher, but so is the risk. Can you give a little bit of reference to the numbers versus kind of the balance sheet and the, the earnings they're generating? Like how much are they investing versus how much, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and the other apps are, are generating in earnings? So I don't have like numbers in front of me right now, but like, like just, just get the, the, like the scope of it. I mean, they said right. we're basically, we're starting to, we're going to invest $10 billion after we clear profits from the Facebook reality labs division. So like that, and we expect that number to increase. So like, let's say, you know, if Oculus makes a billion dollars next year, uh, which which might be a little optimistic, but let's say Oculus in, on the Oculus platform makes a billion dollars, they're going to be spending, they're investing 11 billion into it. And after that, they expect that to increase as they go. So even as the Oculus can ramp up in revenue, which I believe it will, uh, it's growing very fast. And I think it's a great, uh, at least, if nothing else, it's a great gaming platform a great piece of hardware, uh, but like the, the investment into that is going to go up even faster. So, uh, you know, that that's just like a huge, huge uh, amount of money they're, they're, they're throwing at this thing. Why do you think Zuckerberg yeah. is making this pivot? Like that's kind of a big question. Uh, do you, and do you like the decision? It's hard to know if this is in Zuck's mind, a defensive move or an offensive move. It's, uh, you know, Zuck has seen Facebook's entire business model come under attack from the government and regulation, you know, regu regulatory agencies to other players in big tech like Apple with its iOS 14 changes. So controlling the entire ecosystem has to be a compelling prize for him. Uh, now, that being said, I believe Zuck also has an incredible vision uh, from the start about how the Internet and digital connectedness would work. And so... He, I want, I kind of wonder if he would be doing this anyway, if he truly believes this is how people will connect in the future. So, uh, like, you know, I, I think it's a bit of defense and a bit of offense at the same time. Do or do you think this might just be a small one? Do you think they're making it such a big deal to kind of 
this could be just speculative to kind of deflect away like the name change and stuff like that and the, the whole conferences that they're doing and the interviews do you think that's a bit to deflect away from any sort of like uh i know there's those that, that huge report the timing just feels a bit suspect although that might not matter in the long run I think I've seen people say that I think $10 billion a year though, says that it's not just for that. Right. If Facebook was saying we're changing our name and we're all about the metaverse now, but like, you know, they're still putting in, you know, a, a, a nice amount into Oculus, you know, when they, when they said that last on the conference call, like, you know, we're putting billions of dollars into this. I mean, in my head, not that I really knew, but I was just thought like, okay, four to $5 billion in Oculus every year. And, and that's, you know, they're making big investments. So I'm okay with that. Um, uh, if they had just continued with the status quo, as far as that investment, um, I think that would like have more, like, I think that argument might have some weight. I think though, like, I think Zuck is, is all in on this. And I think the name change is just his way of signifying like really to his employees, but also to like, you know, the people like this is, this is where we're going like full speed ahead. Does it change how you think about the core family of apps, like uh, it, it seemed like that was kind of the thesis for a long time was that these are just cash generating machines and they're going to keep growing at a, a decent rate. Does, does that change anything? The fact that they're moving the, a lot of the investment over to uh, Oculus? It remains to be seen. Like what I wonder, I, I guess like a concern I have or, or, or something I wonder about is like, is this going to take Zuck's attention away from, from those apps? And if so, is that a bad thing? Like maybe they're already on, maybe they already have the playbook. I mean, I think we're going to get into, we're going to talk about reels and all these other things Facebook is doing, but like, you know, they already successfully introduced stories into Instagram and into Facebook. And so, you know, are they just going to follow the same playbook for reels? Maybe those, the family of apps doesn't require Zuck's attention so much anymore. And if this is a way to keep Zuck uh, energized and passionate about the company, then I'm okay with it. And so I, I guess I don't know yet. It, right now, no, it doesn't change my thoughts towards the core family of apps. Um, in fact, I think you're, you're potentially leveraging that to make, you know, Facebook's vision of the metaverse better than competing versions that might emerge, you know, in the next few years. So, um, uh, so we'll, we'll see, I guess, but like right now, no, uh, it doesn't change my thoughts towards like the family of apps. When we, when I was sitting down to like write out some of these questions, I was trying, I was trying to think of them, but it, there's so much uncertainty around like what the strategy will be with the metaverse going forward. And so I'm curious, just who do you think will be the early adopters? Like, will there be particular industries? I know gaming has kind of been synonymous with the metaverse for a long time. Do you think that's the first avenue or is it uh, these corporate board meetings that everyone's talking about? I would fade the corporate board meetings. But <laughs> what do you think, Matt? <laughs> it has to be gaming, right? Like, uh, it's definitely gaming. Um, and I think you already see these, like, I don't know what you want to call them, but you could almost call them mini metaverses like with gaming already. I mean, Roblox for sure um, is, is, is some kind of early form of metaverse, but you also have other games like, you know, we, we were just talking about it guys, but like Minecraft or, or world of Warcraft. I mean, you know, these, these games are like for some of their active players are, are like uh, definitely like a digital world where they use to escape I want to say escape reality, but I guess, you know, this is, a, you know, digital reality, but like, you know, that they use as a form of entertainment, 
right? Let's just say that. Like, you know, and, and they go into these worlds to be entertained into into play. I also think, I mean, in my mind, like education here, uh, like I think the education like model has to be like, like this, this could be really big for education. And I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised it's already not uh, seen more like educational uses, but like, I just can't imagine like you have a history class and they put on these glasses and now we're in Rome at the, you know, in zero BC, or now we're in uh, Paris in the 1800s or, or et cetera, you know, communist, uh, you know, East Germany, like right. before the, when the Berlin wall was up, I mean, it's just like, to me, like those kind of, of uses for education or, or science, I would just think about so many things. I just, I think I, it, there has to be uses for education. If, you, if we can envision ourselves going into uh, a digital boardroom for a meeting, how, how can students not enjoy a digital digital classroom, but where you can make the things you're teaching about like come alive in a pretty, I would imagine, pretty spectacular fashion? Yeah, so, seems, that seems a lot more compelling than the, than the board meeting, but maybe board right, meetings are just right. boring. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. So I think education has to be like a really big thing here, like at least in my mind, like, and, you know, you get kids using it. And I think that's, you know, you get kids using your, your glasses and then you just, you know, just they just adopt it as they, as they move on in life. So I think that's, to me, one of the bigger tickets. What do you think will be the main revenue driver from the metaverse is it going to be like metaverse billboards that are just going to have like ads along like the same advertisements or do you think it's going to be like developer fees kind of more like the apple everything that facebook hates about apple essentially i think like when you when, when zuck talks about it, he wants to build up this whole economy a digital economy and i think uh roblox might have the 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 closest is closest to maybe like his ultimate vision is right now. So like my kids play Roblox, right? Which is, this is, this helps me like really like for an old, for an old guy like me, like, you know, it really helps me to see my kids on a, a platform like Roblox, like three of my four kids and granted they're the three youngest ones, but like, uh, you know, they're, they're 12, 10 and eight and they're on Roblox. If I give them screen time, I mean, they're on Roblox. That's what they want to do. So they take their tablets, they go on Roblox and they, you know, they, they regularly put allowance money into, you know, Robux so they can buy things like they play a game and they have a house and they want to decorate the house. So they have want they want furniture and they have to buy furniture with Robux. So they have to take, you know, their $5 allowance and turn that into 500 Robux or, or whatever it is, you know, buy and decorate their houses, you know, or, or get something for their avatar. So I think like in the future, if you're, you know, this week it came out like Nike, was already like talking about like has patents now for like some of its like uh, for some of its like shoes and 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 I don't know if it's clothes or what. I, I honestly, I, I I think I just read the headline, so I don't know. I know, but I know Nike has patents for the metaverse, and they're already thinking about this. And I, I think it, it might be like a thing where like you know you buy a pair of Air Jordans or you buy a a Coach purse or you know and and you pay you know, you, you pay a premium for it because you're going to scan this QR code and now your avatar has that purse in the digital world or, you know, has that pair of shoes in the digital world. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of crossover like that, or you drive this in real life, you drive a Tesla in real life. So now you can drive a Tesla in the digital world, you know, where instead of paying like, you know, uh, so I think you're going to have this like almost like a joint economy, uh, but marketing for sure is going to be huge and, and developer fees. Yes. I expect, all of those things. Um, uh, 
But like, I, I wonder if we're underestimating. I mean, we've seen like games like Fortnite, you know, just have an incredible uh, business model because like people want to like buy dance moves and and things like that for their characters, you know? So um, I, I wouldn't underestimate what people might be willing to buy in the digital world. Right. And this might be a difficult question, but w- what kind of path do you think there has to be to get to, so the near-term opportunities kind of gaming, that could be maybe the short-term profit uh, generator. What kind of things, you know, maybe need to happen to get the Oculus to be the number one gaming platform outside of like PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo's kind of spe- a unique one, but like outside, you know, getting them away from Xbox and PlayStation and PCs, maybe even to, the, to playing games on Oculus. Yeah. So that's, I think there's two things they need. One, they need the games, like, you know, just build up their, their gaming content, you know? So like when they announced like uh Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas is going to be on it. That that kind of announcement is really big. Now they have a Resident Evil. Um, I think it's already on it. Um, you know, in uh, you know, they uh, Beat Saber, Saber Beats, or uh, you know, that's a, a pretty popular game on the platform. Um, so the more they get games, like they need the gaming content to attract the players. And then once they get players, they need those players to attract other players, you know. And I think that's beginning to happen. Um I kind of think it's going to be kind of small. And then all of a sudden it's, it's either going to, if it takes off, it's going to take off quickly because you'll get that network effect of players. And it'll be like one really, one game will finally really grab the imagination and, and, and capture that medium. Right. Um, you know, I am not the one to hypothesize on what kind of game that might be. Um, but I, I think there will be a game that like really captures that medium. Well, and after that, it, it might, I believe it will take off quicker, you know, and get a lot of players. And then you get that network effect going where, well, my friends are on it. So I need an Oculus now so I can play with my friends and I need this game. And once you get that going, um, I, I think you'll see it take off. Right. And it might not be the Quest 2. Well, it probably won't be the Quest 2. Right. And it might not be the Quest 3 or 4, but it could be the Quest 5 where they really get it right. right? 100. Like, the, yeah, I'm talking about like, I mean, I'm talking, look, it could, could it happen this holiday season? Sure. But I'm thinking like two to four years. Yeah. Is what I would say, uh, roughly. Have you used uh, Quest? What, or I have. I have. What are so, your thoughts? Uh, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. So it, I gotta say, like the best way I can explain it in my old guy terms is like if I went, if I took my family to, um, like a, a touristy destination like Disney Springs, which if you're familiar with, just has all the trendy restaurants and trendy arcades, or like a Dave and Buster's, but. Like for for this Beat Sabers or Saber Beats, I I'm so, apologize. I can't remember if it's Saber Beats or Beat Saber, but uh, um, not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But like, it's amazing. It's an amazing game. Like, it's really fun. And I would pay like $10 for it to play it once at like a Dave and Buster's. I mean, the experience is incredible. I mean, when you put on that headset, you are truly transported. Like, it's pretty, pretty incredible experience. I played the Star Wars game. It, it was okay. Uh, it it was very immersive. You just couldn't do what you would normally do if you're playing a Star Wars game or, or, you know, playing a game if people are shooting at you, you want to run and, you know, do all these things and you can't really do that. So, so that had work to do. Um, But the Beat Saber game was amazing, like truly amazing. Okay. One, one more question on this. We'll get back to more investing stuff. The the heaviness, does it need to be lighter? 
I, I did not, I don't play it long. So it's my son, right? <laughs> he bought it. He saved up his allowance money. He saved up money from mowing the lawns and stuff. He bought it. I, I have not played it a long time, but for my 15, let's say I played it for 15 minutes a, a few times each. It, it was fine. I was totally fine with it. All right. All right. Now, let's but, go back to more investing related minutes. stuff. Or, yeah. Sorry. 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 Uh, I'll, I'll go. We'll go back to more investing related stuff. Um, when, how long of a leash are you giving for Facebook on this? When are you expecting? And I know you said you might not exactly know, like, from these investments, from all this capital expenditures and operating expenses, how long are you giving them to, to fill, fulfill this vision? So it really depends um, on the rest of the business. So here's how I look at it. If the rest of the business does well or continues to do well, so Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, they, they continue. I mean, they're, they're almost at saturation now, but if they continue to monetize well, if Reels is another big lever, Instagram, and then Facebook can pull for engagement on those platforms, uh, if they can grow commerce on those platforms, then I'm willing to wait this all the way through because the core businesses is what I want. And I think they're undervalued today. Now, that being said, if the core businesses start to deteriorate, then the Oculus and the metaverse gets a much shorter leash for me. So um, it really depends on the rest of the business, how long I'm willing to give this, like if, if this is sucks, like experiment and it totally fails and he invests billions into this, then that's obviously really bad as a shareholder. But like at the end of it, um, I, I'll still be holding on to these great, great businesses that I think are very valuable and cash, cash generating, cash flowing, high margin machines. So that's, that's what I want. Um, so as long as they continue to do well, I'll give this as long of a leash, um, until it either fails or, or, or takes off. Is, uh, it sounds like kind of like pie in the sky thinking, but is there a world where the two, uh, integrate together the, the family of apps and the metaverse, or is that, does that kind of not make sense? No, 100%. I think they do. I think that's how Facebook I think that's how Facebook wins this category, right? So like you're in the metaverse and all your friends on Facebook or Instagram are your friends in the metaverse, like, right? So you can like uh, play with them, like play games with them or share experiences with them in the metaverse. And I think like if, if, if this works, like, you know, like when, when, like if you watched the presentation with Zuck, like you, uh, you, you saw him just like, flipping experiences with all these friends and they're messaging him, but that's from your, to me, that's from your Facebook or, or Instagram uh, profile, right? Those are your friends and that's how they message you. And I think that's the big advantage Facebook has that I think it's being shortchanged by other people, but like um, uh, that's the big advantage Facebook has over other competing platforms. If they try to do the same thing, it's that uh, you already have the network of family and friends. Do you, do you think that a lot of the companies today that are valuable, so like a lot of the game publishers, um, I'm trying to think of other practical uh, well, applications. Well, other social medias, or is that not what you're thinking of? Yeah, like, do, are those going to be the ones that are successful in the metaverse, or is it going to be like a great reset? Like, well, That's a hard question. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds kind of like, yeah, it's tough, but I'm curious what you think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So like, there's, there's, there's a few ways to look at it. Like, um, there could be a great reset. Um, there could be a great reset with the hardware makers too, you know, like, um, you, you know, 
if you look at who was like the big PC makers, you know, Dell overtook all of them when laptops came out. And then when smartphones came out, you know, Dell wasn't in the picture anymore, you know, or when phones came out, like it was BlackBerry and Nokia, but when it went to smartphones, Apple took over. So uh, with hardware, there's been great resets with every like next platform. And you wonder like um, Facebook, what, what I'm going to give Facebook credit for is like from desktop to mobile, like Zuck knew when to pivot and how to go all in on mobile. And yeah. I think that's what he's doing now. That doesn't mean it'll work again, but uh, I, I think there's something to be said that he made that transition successfully. So who are the losers in this scenario? If Facebook succeeds, who, who are the ones to bet against? Um, so that depends how much we think this takes over other things, but it could be anywhere from like Apple could be a potential loser. I'm not I'm not saying you should short Apple. Don't right, get me wrong right. there. But like uh, you know, if 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 glasses that are made by Facebook overtake the iPhone as our preferred computing device that we carry with us, um, like some kind of AR glasses, then like Apple could be a loser, right? If anything disrupts the iPhone, Apple will be a big loser. So let's just say that. So if this has potential to disrupt the iPhone. Uh, Apple could be a big loser, uh, you know, and Samsung, I guess, would be the like, you know, another hardware maker. But it might not replace the smartphones. It might replace our other screen time. So it might, you know, like TV makers and PC makers, you know, if like we put on glasses and we can see a big screen in this like uh, metaverse of like a movie we want to watch or like the work we want to do and have like, you know, like instead of like buying like two or three screens for our desktop, now we can have six or eight as big as we want on our on our oculus glasses like so you know it could be desktops that are that are replaced um I, I, but i would say like so if, if this takes off that i would say like yeah i think desktop may you know which are i don't think there's too many investors you know that are like oh you know into tv make manufacturers and, and desktops but um like those would probably be the big losers and, and potentially like smartphone makers like could be could be a big loser if, if it were to disrupt the iPhone. And I'm, again, I am not saying short Apple at all at this point, but, right. uh, but yeah, I think like if you were an Apple shareholder, like you could see this as a potential threat, anything that could replace the iPhone is a potential yeah. threat. And what's the most interesting thing about this is that you got to expect that Apple's investing in this stuff as well. Microsoft's probably investing in it, at least maybe more on the gaming side and Google's probably investing in it as well. So it'd be interesting to see, who wins uh, over the long term? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things like we had a spaces right after Facebook made these announcements. And like what I, I think the best bear argument I heard against Facebook doing this was that Apple is going to make it better. Like when it's all said and done, like Apple will, you know, will have the better hardware. You know, they have wearables now that are used by billions of people, you know, with the Apple watch and, and AirPods. So they already have like a better, like feel like how a user interface would work with, 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 uh, with the rest of your body, you know, and things like that. So, so, and I think there's credence to that. Like Apple could easily win this category, you know, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Apple. So uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, for sure. Apple's working on something. Okay. Let's hit a quick ad break. And they've got more questions on the second half. 
Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? <sighs> all blocked, thanks to advanced security. Included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. In the metaverse, doctors will practice surgeries hundreds of times before operating on real patients. The metaverse may be virtual, but the impact will be real. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, welcome back in. Another question I kind of have is, do you think that this pivot or this shift of focus, I guess, towards the metaverse takes regulatory pressure off of Facebook? It just kind of like, we're not worried about it, so you shouldn't be worried about it kind of a thing. Yeah, so I actually think the regulatory pressure is already easing. That might be wishful thinking. But um, the first FTC lawsuit um, for illegal monopoly, you know, was already dismissed. Now, the FTC did file again. But I just think, like, social media competition now is very apparent. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, um, et cetera, you know, they just all have huge audiences. I think it's a very hard argument to make that Facebook has any kind of monopoly. Um, could they be fined for past action or, you know, again, and they, they stick their foot in their mouths enough, like, you know, they'll, they'll be fine in the future too. But like, yeah, I expect fines to continue, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I just kind of, again, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I just kind of think those things are already easing. As far as making acquisitions again, um, they have been making small acquisitions in like the VR space. Like they just bought um, a workout app, uh, Supernatural. They bought some other VR gaming companies. Um, so I think they can make small acquisitions in the VR space. And I think that's smart for them to do. Again, they need content for this medium. So any company like they can buy or, or, or things like that to get that content on their platform, which in the future, if Apple comes out with something now, Facebook Oculus has exclusive content. I think that's great. Um, but as far as like making a significant social media acquisition, like, yeah, no way, no way. So, but yeah, in this space, can they buy like uh, gaming companies or apps or things like that for the VR? Yeah, they can. And they have been. So I think that's smart. Do you think that Facebook deserves a different valuation now uh, with sort of the pivot and focus? So, yeah, the valuation before this, I thought was very forgiving. And I, I used to think it deserved a higher valuation. And now I kind of think the valuation is fair. Um, a lot more risk is present in Facebook's business plans now. Uh, you know, the company's going to be spending starting at $10 billion a year. And then it's from there, it's just going to go up on its metaverse ambitions. So I think, uh, you know, the valuation kind of went from being attractive to being fair now, uh, because again, um, I don't know if it deserves a lower valuation because again, if this all just completely fails and, you know, Zuck waste 50, 70, you know, even upwards from that as much money as that is. Um, and it just fails. It doesn't work. Um, they're going to learn valuable technology and valuable things from it that they can apply elsewhere. And as long as the core apps are still solid, then there's still a, it's still a great business there. So, you know, it's not like it's even as much money as they're spending. It's not an existential crisis for Facebook if this fails. 
So I, I think the valuation it's fair now. I used to think it was more attractive. Now I think it's it's fair. So yeah, and with those expenses, just to see, like for an example, for people to know, they're still able to spend. Uh, I don't know what it is per quarter. Ten billion. You maybe know better. Ten billion on buybacks per quarter. So it's not like it's taking all the cash they're generating. They could outside, like including the these quote unquote metaverse investments. They could still generate, I don't know, 250 billion in excess cash over the next five years. Does that seem like unreasonable or, or am I getting no? I think that's that's about right. Yeah. Like uh yeah. Well, with the 10 billion, that might be uh that might be a little optimistic, but actually I I think that's the right ballpark. I think that's the right ballpark. Um it's just, just a testament to how much cash these you know the core apps throw off. You know, they haven't really even done anything with WhatsApp yet. So I, I just think like uh uh, uh, yeah, as long as the core apps are there, like this isn't an existential crisis for them, even if it just completely and utterly blows up and is a spectacular failure. And people talk about like uh, Facebook changing their name to Metaverse, like, you know, Coke changing to the new Coke recipe in the 80s, right. you know, like it could be a horrible failure. There's still a core business to fall back on. All right. And that's a good you know, introduction to the rest of this conversation. We're going to stop talking about these metaverse investments and we're going to talk about the durability and anything with the core apps. Um, to introduce that, Zuckerberg said they're going to try to reinvest to get 18 to, 18 to 29 year old users to stick with their apps. Um, what do you think of that strategy as an investor? Does it show strength or smartness or weakness? What, what are your thoughts in general? Well, I, I, I just think it's smart and it's a reality of like just knowing what your um, what audience you need to attract for for to be strong in the future. Um, so uh, like and to me, this this really means reels like reels is like the really big thing on Instagram now. Uh, let me just, I, I, I snipped a little quote here from Zuckerberg in the last conference call. He goes, I think every once in a while, a format comes along that allows new types of content. So we saw this with news feeds. We saw this with stories. And I think Reels is, from everything I've seen, has the potential to be something of that scale where there are different flavors of it in different apps. But I think as a format, it can be very fundamental and I think we're still closer to the beginning of that journey than we are to its maturity in terms of having just ruled out some of the initial testing experiences on Facebook. So like, um, you know, and this is all from TikTok, right? I mean, like they're just copying what like TikTok has made so popular, but like to, to be fair, like I haven't, I've had an Instagram app for maybe a couple of years, like when my oldest son got an Instagram app, but I just wanted to monitor him. And I, to be honest, I don't do a good job of monitoring him, but I, I go on it every once in a while. And, and I, you know, I try to scroll through and then I, you know, I scroll through my own feed and it's, it's pretty lame because I never spend any time on there. So I've never, I have never spent more than five minutes on Instagram in my life until about maybe a month or two ago. And I started, I discovered reels and I was like, let me check it out. And it is it's incredibly addicting. And people say TikTok's more addicting. That scares me to put TikTok on my phone because, uh, you know, Reels is, a, is enough addicting for me where like, you know, it's, it's like a 15 second video, but then I look up and it's like 30 minutes later. I'm like, how many, how could I watch that many videos? That's crazy. But like, uh, I, I think that's, I think Reels is going to be big. And uh, I think he's right that this is like, uh, you know, it's perfect for our ADHD, you know, generation like lives we live now where we want like tweets instead of articles and we want like 15 second videos instead of like five minute videos. So uh, 
I think it's like uh, it's going to be it's like a new media form, a new medium, and and reels is going to be really really big. And I think that's basically what he's talking about is like just growing reels and making that a fundamental part of Facebook and Instagram, and maybe even a separate app one day. I mean, they've proved to be good copiers of other tech, like uh, with Instagram stories. I don't know if they apply. Well, so, to- uh, so oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> like I'm going to defend big tech here because Microsoft is accused of this all the time. Right. So, yeah, but that's like, that's like what businesses do. So like, you know, I don't know who invented the first cheeseburger. Right. But yeah, other restaurants copied that, you know, it's like you copy the cheeseburger because that's like a great American food right there. Um, you know, everyone you copied Fortnite. Everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. If first player shooter games, like, yeah. So everything is like copied. Like if a, if a new type of couch, like if, if, if restoration hardware, you know, the new type of couch that's really, really popular, you know, everybody else will copy that type of couch. So yeah, like, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's just smart business strategy. If there's a really new type of popular, uh, you know, seltzers, look at seltzers, alcoholic seltzers, you know, when they came out, like people just copied that, you know, and, and, and that's just like, you have to do that in business because you're never in-house going to develop and re- launch new products that are always popular. Uh, competitors will do that, you know, in a capitalist society. And, you know, you, you put your own spin on that and release it to yourself. And, and look, I mean, way off topic, but like, I think Microsoft uh, has done that, like with teams, you know, over with zoom and Slack features and things like that. And Microsoft is one of my other like favorite investments, you know, one of my other largest positions, because I think uh, the ability to say, Oh yeah, we can do that. and, And then do it is, is a good idea, you know, right. like, yeah. Yeah. And have the scale to do it. Well, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Microsoft has the distribution. Facebook has the users and uh, they see that. And, and it doesn't mean TikTok fails and then zoom is still a very viable business. And so is TikTok. but like, yeah, absolutely. Every, you know, uh, even, even Twitter had stories for like a, a, a second or two. Right. Right, well, right. It might not like, be as good at copying. That shows that the execution matters, right? The Twitter execution, uh, execution definitely matters. Execution definitely matters. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, that's just like that's good business sense. Like you have to, in a sense, copy what people do because that's like you know, if, if Walmart comes out with delivery or or curbside pickup, Target, Target or Costco, you know, uh, they need to copy that if it's so popular. Yeah, yeah. All right. And the big question, I think probably the biggest question for Facebook investors in the near term is the growth of Instagram. That is the huge growth driver right now. I know everyone talks about the durability of the core Facebook app, but everyone's heard that argument before. What products and services have been launched for Instagram and how much bigger now, this is a tough question again, how much bigger do you think you could get from this trajectory? So it all depends on commerce. So one, we already talked about reels and I, I, I think like that's going to be big on Instagram. Like it's just like uh, um, it, it's just an incredible format, right? Like if um, it, it, and that's like so that's another story. So that's another place where they can insert ads that increases their uh, you know, like their 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 infinite billboard where they can place ads in front of people. So so that's just a lever they can pull. But commerce is the real like going to be the driver if Instagram has another whole leg of growth up or not. Um, and they're focused on it. <clears throat> and the thing I'm worried about with the metaverse is if like this still needs more attention and now the company's like 
distracted. But, um, you know, like Sheryl Sandberg was saying, like, look, they're focusing on three areas. Um, they still want to make it like the best place to advertise. You know, they want to make it really and then just really easy to sell on the platform and then improving the customer experience. Like, so, like, you know, so if people can advertise on it and then you just make it like a frictionless experience for the customer to click on whatever the advertiser is advertising on and they have bought it, like how it is on Amazon, like, you know, Amazon has got to be like, in my mind, like the most frictionless shopping experience ever. You just click on it and it's going to be at your doorstep in a day or two. And that's, I mean, that's just like amazing. You can click on one click, uh, you know, shopping. And if Instagram can mimic that again, copy, right? So you just copy this, like click on it and they already have your billing address. You already have your payment information. They already have everything they need. So you can just one click ship it and it's there. Um, If they can make that a very frictionless experience, um, and advertisers still want to go to Instagram because it's still one of the best places to advertise, then that's a, a powerful, powerful combination. And, um, and that could be a whole, a whole other leg of growth up for, for Instagram and, and then maybe Facebook after that. But like commerce is going to be, is a really big question for me with Facebook and Instagram, because if they can really gain traction with commerce, then there's, just with the core apps and not even talking about the metaverse, there's still a lot of room for, for them to grow. And if it just becomes a side project, like, well, yes, you can buy things on the platform, but it doesn't gain that traction. Um, then I'm a lot less excited. So commerce, commerce is important to me for like a bull thesis for Facebook and Instagram uh, going out. In fact, <clears throat> if I, if I, I don't know if I want to say this, but like, I almost think it's more important than like the whole metaverse thing. Like if, because if commerce can really take off on Instagram and Facebook, then I don't care about metaverse. If, if you tell me reels is going to take off and commerce is going to take off in a big way on uh, Facebook's platforms, then the, the metaverse thing can be a complete bust as far as like, as far as I care. Because All in right. the long run. <laughs> you heard it first. Huge. The, uh, no, yeah, the, uh, the, the I think that makes sense. The e-commerce stuff, like, I mean, it's gonna be way more profitable in the short term. The only bummer right. is that, I, yeah, I keep thinking. I'm like, well, if the core family of apps just keeps growing, then who cares? But if they're using all that cash to send it back over to the metaverse, then then the execution there is still hugely important. Um, um, yeah, you're right. But but eventually, what I'm right. saying, like, eventually, like if it fails, it fails. And so like, you know, they'll, they'll see that eventually it might take a while and it might be, I'm sure it'll be several more billion dollars, uh, tens of billions of dollars than I want it to be. But, uh, but eventually it comes back. And if, if commerce takes off, then that's, that's just huge because they, that user base, you know, the billions and billions of global users, I mean, that's all, all, all of them are consumers, right? So that's just, that's just like, you know, if, that, if, that, if shopping takes off there, then, then I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Right. And speaking of users, how are Instagram users doing? I know people talk about Facebook, the blue app, um, like uh, the user growth stagnating. I don't know if it's actually happened, but, you know, it's the narrative. Uh, are Instagram users doing well? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think they're, yeah, I, like I, I think it's fine is what I would say. Like, I mean, I don't think you're seeing explosive growth there. Um, but I don't think you're seeing like people take away, like, or, you know, go away from it either. Um, I think what they acknowledged on the conference call, they need to get younger. You know, I think, you know, look, 
I think like, you know, Facebook is for digital boomers uh, like me mostly. And then Instagram's for that, like uh, older set of millennials in their thirties, maybe, you know, and not quite as global as, as big Facebook. Um, but they know they need to get that, like that younger cohort of millennials and, and Gen Z, you know, and they don't have that or, you know, they don't have it in uh, as much of a meaningful way as they have those older, older segments. So, uh, yeah, I think that, but I think reels goes a long way towards like, you know, doing things like that. And, uh, and I think, you know, we'll see what other tricks they have up their sleeves, but, uh, um, yeah, I think, I think Instagram is fine for what it does and it's massive, but yeah, are you seeing that explosive growth in, um, uh, no, you're not. What, uh, what progress have they made with WhatsApp? And then I guess, what else do you think they can do with WhatsApp? So like, I don't know if this is me just like trying to like, uh, like hold the bag for, for, for Zuckerberg or not. I, I really think that was more of a defensive acquisition than offense. And I think like defensive acquisitions can be very important. Like I think uh, Google did that with Android. And I think that was a very important defensive acquisition to make, to have that like automatic set of, you know, users like have Google be the default for. Uh, on their phones. <clears throat> so in the same way, like I think uh, messaging apps were, were, were totally taking off. Uh, Messenger was not yet separate and WhatsApp had a very much more of a global base. So I think in that way, like it was important for them to have that in their family of apps. Now in the, in the strategic synergies, it could bring one day to the whole like ecosystem could be huge. Uh, like if commerce takes off as a way for customers to connect to the sellers and as a way for like the business to be transacted on as a way to move money, like it's already been approved to move money, I think in India and Brazil, uh, you know, I, I think like there's a lot of potential for WhatsApp still, um, but right now it's still more defense than it ever was like anything offense wise. But I think one day in Zuck's overall vision, I think one day it uh, has a very important piece. Uh, you know, it's an important piece to the puzzle. Okay. Any uh, any more questions? I don't have any. I guess uh, what's sort of the the bear thesis? What could go wrong? What if you were writing a pre mortem here? What went wrong? That's a great question. And I used to say regulation, right? That was the bear thesis. I thought. The, the stock was attractively valued enough that if things didn't work out, um, it would still basically be okay. And now I got a whole list of things. Like, uh, so one, uh, commerce doesn't take off. Like commerce just never takes off on the platform. And so it's stuck being an ad business. And uh, then I think you're in a position where you really want the metaverse to take off, you know, and you need that to be really big for Facebook. And there's a whole lot of concerns there, right? Because like, uh, Apple can make an AR or VR glass competitor that takes like the metaverse market share. So could Microsoft, by the way, we haven't talked about Microsoft, but they already have HoloLens, you know, so there, and then there's, there's, there's Sony and there's Samsung who could also make glasses. Um, you know, Facebook, I think their hardware they have made has been good, but it has not also, it, it's also very fair to say it's not really not taken off in them, you know, uh, in a, in a, in a big way with the public. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of competitors out there that are going to be making uh, hardware for 
you know, for the metaverse. And, you know, it's very, it remains to be seen if Facebook's going to win that. And so you, you, there's that concern. Uh, meanwhile, so if commerce doesn't take off and, and they're, they're not, they're not winning on the metaverse, like you have these competitors like TikTok and Snapchat that are doing better with the younger uh, cohort on social media, you know, that just appeal to younger, younger people more. So if, if that just continues to eat away at the margins and Facebook becomes like the, uh, like the boomer social media, you know, like site, you know, uh, and I, I mean, I'm using boomer loosely, like how, you know, in slang way, but like, then, then, then that's the bear thesis. And that's not, that valuation deserves a much lower valuation. Uh, you know, like if these things don't take off. And so uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of risk here that was not there uh, before this. So I, you know, uh, there, there, there's a long list of things and, and suck is distracted with the metaverse and that doesn't win. And then these other things like uh, don't get the attention they need or, you know, uh, like th that could play out. This could play out. Like I, I think the bear thesis is, is real. I haven't sold my shares. I'm not going to, but I mean, this is uh there's, it, there's more risk here than was here, you know, uh, earlier, earlier this year. Right. All right. That's a good way to wrap up. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we did this last time, but for any new listeners, where can they find you? Oh, at 7investing.com or Twitter. I'm at Matt underscore Cochran 7. Um, so I'm always on Twitter. I'm on it way, way too much. So uh, you can always DM me or or just tag me on a post or something, but I'm always on Twitter. And 7investing.com, I'm a lead advisor. We come out with stock recommendations every month. All right. And we're running the $50 promo uh, That's right. right now. So $50 you, off uh, the annual. annual subscription through the end of the year. So perfect timing. Use code chit chat. Yeah. Not, a, not our typical CCM, different code. Use chit chat for the $50 off. Uh, but I think it's going to do it. So we want to remind our listeners that Brett and I are not financial advisors. So anything we say or discuss here at chit chat money is not formal advice or recommendation. We are, however, general partners at Arch Capital. So clients may have positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.